0: Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, August the 19th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on the show this week, small crew again. We got Little OK Dub and Curtis over here. Widow OK Dub and Widow Curtis. OK Dub. Dakota is out this week. Just the three of us holding down the fort. We're back learning to better himself (laughs) and make his
1: life better. Screw that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are finally back in the home studio. And so uh, if you're following us on social media on the facebook page and whatnot we're trying to live stream again the idea being that we're going to get back to live streaming the uh, recording of our friday episodes so uh this is a test run so if all of a sudden you got a notification you're like what the that's what that's what it is we're testing the live stream over on the facebook page you can check that out i think it's going to the youtube channel as well i don't know it's a test (laughs) we're going to find out what happened and where it all went and how it sounded and how it looked uh later after we're done recording (laughs) fair enough and you're welcome exactly that's right uh what's everybody been up to in the last week or so what you guys been doing watching playing listening to reading all that fun stuff
1: (laughs) well the first chunk of it uh we didn't have cable we didn't have internet what happened don't know they walked us through every step possible that we could do on our own right nothing then the guy was supposed to come out And the day after we got our scheduled thing for him to come out, they start working again. That happens. So I was like, okay. I was like, I guess cancel it whatever probably something on their end didn't hit right or or yeah before
0: they came out they're like let's just make sure oh yeah push that button flip that switch that's
1: what i figured so i was like okay so in that time i've shot a few videos for the 417 man child over Mm -hmm. on youtube and took some pictures and went and did some little shopping for some more stuff to open another (laughs) channel more toys exactly but at least i got good deals on them and then uh About the only thing I really watched was... uh, I did watch She-Hulk today. Yeah, what did you think about that? Yesterday, I guess, technically. um, I went in because... I've seen that it had horrible rotten tomato and all, imagine all talk, I yeah. imagine that
0: I have a feeling I know what they had to say. Yeah,
1: yeah. so I was like, okay, I, I won't go in with as much enthusiasm as I did have. <laughs> you and let the bigots I did. I <laughs> hit I you them, in the enthusiasm. I did a little bit, but then I watched it and I was like, oh my god, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was funny. The first episode was well done, they explained. A few things that needed explained. It was the origin
0: episode. So, yeah, there's a little bit of like, okay, let's just get through this and get to the good stuff. Yeah,
1: explain some things about Bruce Banner and, uh, you know, a few other things. that, And it set up something potentially to happen in this. And just all kinds of great stuff. And then had a hilarious uh, little after credits thing. And then uh, uh, it was just great. I literally am going to go home and watch it again tonight because I enjoyed (laughs) it. That much is it was first episode. I will say at least the first episode is everything I hoped it be. So
0: yeah, the first nice. episode I felt like was uh like <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, all right, let's hurry up and get through this part so we can get to the actual show because the first episode was fine, but the show is going to be so much better, even I think, than the first episode was. I'm hoping so. Based on what we've seen, what little bit we've seen in the first episode, I'm like, Lou, let's get to the lawyer show. Let's get to the good stuff. Yep. But we'll see. It takes it a minute.
1: Exactly. So, like I said, I, outside of that, you know, we really haven't been watching a whole lot. We've been doing things like um, uh, got the clay out, did some sculpting with some clay, and uh, just a few little things. I'm designing some stuff, so I've kind of been working on that. So, really took a little bit away from the TV, mm-hmm. and so... Of course, not by choice. The first four <laughs> right. days. But yeah. yeah, so that's what I've been doing. How about you, Curtis?
2: Um, I haven't done much lately, but today. Um, but today. Yes. Today, Kirsten and I, we sometimes we watch movies together. You know, um, she, she <laughs> well, you wanted can to goad her into watching what you're <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, We've been watching a lot of the Tarantino stuff because she hadn't seen all of it. Uh-huh. There was only one movie left that she hadn't seen yet. Which was? Death Proof. Uh, <laughs> uh, does she ever get to pick the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. the only time you ever talk to us about it is when she's watching the stuff you want to watch. The last time we watched a movie, she picked it. It was Disney's The Kid. Oh, okay. That's why you don't let her pick. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense Sorry, <laughs> but, uh Yeah, so we watched that she didn't know what it was and it was shocking and then when she was done she looked catatonic (laughs) even though like you know they the girls won at the end she was still just sort of in a state of like i don't know what the hell i just watched and i kind of felt bad but then everything was fine so (laughs) do you ever prep her ahead of time (laughs) like hey if we're going to watch these movies here are the times and
0: the themes that might be shocking or problematic never or okay
2: like i took i've taken her to see uh apocalypse now in a the theater didn't tell her anything about it uh we watched uh what was it uh well we pu- pulp fiction she had no idea what it was and then when it got to a certain scene like i have like a reaction on video of her just like freaking out how does she hysterical. not know what pulp fiction was <laughs> I,
1: Whatever. Yeah, that seems like uh, the easiest uh, one. Yeah, you know? exactly.
2: That's like the entry. And uh, from dusk till dawn, she had no idea what that was. And I just was like, yeah, we're going to watch that. That's great. Let's watch it. Clooney's in it. <laughs> I think I'm an asshole.
0: I feel like there's, yeah, I feel like there's some things you need to work on in your relationship. <laughs> As the two married guys in the room are looking at you going, man. Yeah. It's kind of fun. <laughs>
1: Maybe find something between your thing and her thing, and yeah. both might enjoy the thing. I don't know. Well, she's
0: maybe, maybe not take joy in uh, her displeasure, yeah. discomfort. I don't she's know.
2: enjoyed most of Tarantino's stuff. Uh, she didn't like Jackie Brown for some weird reason, but that's Jackie fine. Brown's a little slow, if you're not. Yeah, it's slow. She was expecting more violence, I guess, which mm-hmm. is like the one thing that or freaks Or action her of out. any kind. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. does
1: she come into this relationship actually liking these kind of movies, or... <laughs>
0: Um, Clearly not. If she didn't even know what Pulp Fiction was,
2: well, I thought no. maybe something of <laughs> that. Did, did she ask to be introduced to? She had seen Reservoir Dogs already, right? And she wanted to see Pulp Fiction. Okay, so that's why. That, yeah. kind of okay. where it started. That's okay. So that makes a little more sense. Get, getting through Kill Bill was fun. that was a fun uh, joy ride yeah. for us. So <laughs> <laughs> she has a thing with eyes. Mm. So there's a few things with eyes in that that freaked her out. Yes. Yeah. I, I I get joy out of it. Which is kind (laughs) of weird In and of itself as well (laughs) Like here's somebody I care about
0: I'm gonna make them Unsettled (laughs) They're welcome Yeah It's
2: fine what about you, Joey? What have you been <laughs> up to, Joey? Uh, about
0: I caught up on a couple of things. I, I watched She-Hulk as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, liked it, didn't love it, but I like where it's going, just because it's that first episode of. Oh, good, we get a. What well,
1: do you care about the character at all coming into yeah. it? Or okay, I wasn't yeah, sure. uh, yeah, some it's just, people don't. Some. Yeah,
0: is that I looked at it. it as like thirty-eight minutes? Okay, cool. That's fairly short for Disney Plus standards. But that thirty-eight minutes, it, because it was it had to be an origin story because you you know you got to set up what you're doing. It, it felt a little longer than that. I'm like, man, let's just get to the sh- the good part of the show. <laughs> let's get to the show. I don't need all the other stuff. Just get me into the show. Um, so I think it could have been edited down because they spent a whole lot of time hitting you over the head with the same shit. On um, that, that what would I would call it from like after the first 10 minutes up to like the, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, there's about a 30 minute chunk. That's the bulk of the episode or 25 minute, whatever it is that could have been edited down and still accomplished the same thing in like 10 minutes. And you could have gotten more of the she Hulk show as opposed to, Hey, we paid Mark Ruffalo to be here and (laughs) we got, we got all this effects budget. So let's spend a whole lot of time with that. But I like where it's going I just wish it would have gotten there quicker in this first episode That's just me I uh, caught up on a couple things on HBO Max before they start removing all their content. <laughs> I caught up with uh, Primal, which is a Cartoon Network show. Uh, won yeah. a ton of awards for the first season of it.
1: I'm about the episode four of the first season? Are you? Okay.
0: I'm uh, th- I'm halfway through the second season, and that's where it, it ends. It's I'm caught up to that. So uh, there's 15 episodes, 10 in the first season, five so far in the second season. Gotcha. Um, you can tell where they're going in uh, the second season, like those last couple episodes. The the last episode they posted, episode season two episode five, is a complete departure from the rest of the show. But it deals with the themes that you're going to be dealing with going forward. I think, um, but it's it's totally engaging. It's very cool. Uh, I texted you. I was like, man, you need to watch this because it's the closest we're probably going to get to a uh, animated Conan the Barbarian type thing. Yeah just with the brutality of it, not necessarily the themes or whatever, but just the idea of this brutal guy in a brutal world. And then he will butt up against civilizations. And I put that in quotes because yeah, it's prehistoric and stuff, but, yeah. uh, I, I think the show's really well done. <laughs> I like it a lot. What do you think you've seen the first four episodes? What were your thoughts so far?
1: It's pretty good. I mean, it. I didn't know what to expect from it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, i didn't realize it was like caveman Mm -hmm. times you know stuff and uh but i kind of like that sort of storytelling and Mm -hmm. animation and stuff anyways so it it was a comfort it wasn't nothing that i was like oh that's kind of odd or throw me off so i think that helped a whole lot and uh it's just it's (laughs) fun normally i'm not big into just watching and nothing there's yeah. not a lot of dialogue going no, there on. is no dialogue yeah. yeah i mean i say not a lot meaning there's a lot of uh, yeah and, yeah. Uh, yeah you know stuff like that but uh, they're caveman <laughs> yeah so uh i normally not a fan of that kind of stuff but it doesn't bother me for yeah. this so I'm, I'm enjoying it so far
0: the uh the show could just be titled like what's the how far and how long can we just put these characters through just the worst situation. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just yeah. brutal. It's like, you think it's like, oh, that episode, you know, was rough. And then you get the next one, and you're like, my God, man, they're just brutalizing these characters because it's just hand-drawn. You can do whatever you want with your characters, I guess. Yeah, so, that first episode of the first season is Oh, that um, was tough. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it only goes continues yeah. from there. So, yeah. Uh, and I caught up with the rehearsal on HBO Max and uh, – the season finale is this week. It's Friday. It's tonight. If you're watching this on Friday, or listening on Friday, if you're watching this in the chat, it's tomorrow. Um, so the first episode was kind of like, ooh, what's what's real, what's scripted? Uh, the second episode, they just they're like, okay, it's clearly scripted. Mm-hmm. And I mean they just gonna go ahead and get that off the table. Yeah. Um, it feels like I mean it's it's uncomfortable to watch but. Because of what they're they're trying to make it uncomfortable, that you know that's what they're doing. It feels like this is the whole thing is setting up one punchline, and I'm pretty sure I know what the punchline is going to be. And if that's what it is, it was enjoyable to get there. But just like everything else, it'd be like, really, you did all of this for that <laughs> you know so i don't know it's it's certainly worth watching and it's worth talking about and discussing and stuff but i just i have a feeling i know what's coming up in this finale and i'm gonna be like yeah hey you did all of this and that's the joke you wanted to tell <laughs> that was the punchline you that you set up all for however many episodes you know eight nine ten whatever it is however many episodes i guess it's only five episodes so six episodes but feels a lot longer yeah. <laughs> it's like this you, you've just planted all of this you've worked towards this it's really clear where you're going and boy you spent a lot of money to tell a joke to tell that joke or whatever it is so
1: yeah i don't I, know i made it through the second episode and the third one started i'm like no i yeah. can't yeah i, I tried Now maybe a couple years ago I would have Yeah. But there's been too many other shows In between there that I was like No I'm sticking to this Well first episode is kind
0: of stands alone Almost it's like we're doing this Thing this is our project and you're like Okay cool and then The second episode's where they start Building up for This punchline that I think they're gonna try To deliver on the season finale and it's Like yeah it's like Man (laughs) Again, like we talked about the show, you, know, you could have got there and you could have done that in that one episode. You didn't have to give us five episodes of you setting up the punchline. It's probably not going to be as funny as you think it's going to be. And nah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But He's
1: like, sure it will. It's like, okay, you will appreciate it. Yeah, he'll appreciate
0: <laughs> it. And there will be people who watch it that will think it's funny. But I don't think it's as funny as he nor they are going to try to tell us it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, no, no, I watched it. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> That's right, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, but we'll know. We'll talk about it. I know Dakota's watching it, so uh, if he's back with us next week, then uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it on next week's episode. Nice. But I want to thank my co host for being here today. Thanks, everybody, listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. Thanks to those who uh, are joining us as we're testing our live stream once again, if you're joining us online. We've got a great show for you this weekend. So let's kick it off. Take a look at the top stories from the week that was in entertainment and pop culture. As we discussed last week, There were three paths forward for this Flash movie (laughs) that Warner Brothers is wanting to release. Uh Even though they've shelved everything else, they're committed to releasing this movie for some reason. The three paths were uh, Ezra Miller gets into some kind of rehab, does the I'm sorry tour when the movie comes out, and then everything magically goes away. We forget it all ever happened. Path two was... Ezra Miller doesn't go into rehab. They release the movie with no press whatsoever. They just drop it out there, which again, don't understand because you're not releasing stuff that was done for the tax break. Why are you releasing this? Clearly they think it'll make more money than what they would get in a tax break, I guess, mm-hmm. or option three was we just don't ever release it. Take the tax break. Um, so it looks like Ezra Miller's on board with option one. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, <sighs> Ezra Miller is doing the I'm sorry promotional tour for the film right now. Uh, Ezra Miller released a statement, which really sounds like it was uh, written by his publicist. And Ezra Miller never actually spoke these words. (laughs) It was just a statement that was delivered to the press outlet saying, basically, I'm sorry. I'm having mental health episodes. I'm going to get help for that. I apologize for anything. If I've upset anybody, all that I don't buy it. I hope it's genuine. I hope Ezra Miller is getting help. I hope Ezra Miller is sorry for anyone who was, you know, <laughs> put in danger <laughs> by Ezra Miller's antics. Yeah. Um, but this yeah. just feels like PR speak in order to appease, check the boxes, appease the studio, put the movie out, get your paycheck, and then just disappear into a hole in the ground. I don't know what's going to happen next, but... Is that's, a-
2: oh go ahead. go ahead I was going to say there's a lot of that uh, like mental health kind of going on with uh, the Hollywood stars lately I just read about Jonah yeah. Hill Jonah Hill's not going to do press for movies going for forward mental because mental health um, uh, Tom, Tom Holland taking a
0: social media break yeah. yeah, which is great mental health should be talked about and people right. should take those breaks I just don't buy the statement that Ezra Miller's publicist put out. Right.
2: (laughs) It just rings hollow. sorry. Release the movie. I need money. Yeah.
1: If it wasn't for the series of things (laughs) that he did. Yeah. Like, to me, you have one instance, maybe two instances. It's like, okay, clearly he's going through something. Somebody needs to get him some help or get them some help. Yeah. And uh, all that. And then they come out and say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting my house stuff. I, I, I might be like, okay, <laughs> not a year and a half worth
0: yeah. of continued repeat performances exactly. of yeah, the same problematic behavior." And
1: I, and I thought the same thing when I saw that today. I'm like, I have a feeling somebody got a hold of them and they were like, "Man, I'm so proud of you doing this." Blah blah. And they were like, "I said what now?" Yeah oh okay <laughs> yes that is sure. good yeah. i am doing that thing that it yeah. said i said i did and it just it feels like you said a publicist and his manager got together and was like this is happening do we need to talk to him about it no we're putting this out and we'll talk to him about it later or talk to them about it later
0: yeah and it doesn't even look <laughs> reading the statement there's no like this is what's going to happen next it's just here's here's the quote Uh, Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment, which, again, that doesn't tell us anything. I want to apologize to everyone that I alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I'm committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe and productive stage in my life totally no action plan. No, I'm going to do this. And then from there, I'm going to see what needs to be the next steps. It's just, I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah. I'm like, well,
1: <laughs> cause and to me, you're an actor so even if you don't believe the shit you're saying you can still pull it off yeah (laughs) physically in front of a camera or in front on your twitter or on your whatever and say say something and you know pull one out do the best acting job you ever did and then at least people be like oh well he's at least saying we saw saw it it. It, so
0: not a statement put out by a publicist yeah
1: Just insert this word here. Take this word out there. (laughs) There you go. Exactly.
0: It's like a Mad Libs they've got (laughs) in the office. Like, what do we got this week? Mental health? Okay. Name. And this. And yeah, here we go. Here we go. Print it. Chip it. Uh, On the most recent Warner Brothers Discovery earnings call, it was announced that the studio is looking for someone like Marvel Studios' Kevin Feige to lay out a 10-year vision for DC Comics' slate of films. Well,
1: yeah, everybody is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) According to Variety, uh, one name being considered by the big wigs at Warner Brothers Discovery is the architect of the CW's Arrowverse, Greg Berlanti. According to reps for Berlanti, no discussions have taken place yet between the producer and the studio, but you could do a lot worse. I mean, (laughs) Greg Berlanti did put together the CW's Arrowverse, and... while i mean hamstrung by the fact it was on the cw it was you know for the most part look the first season of each of those shows has been really good yeah some captured lightning in a bottle and continued to have good multiple seasons others got caught in the formula and so we went first season good second season sad character (laughs) whoever the main character is they're sad third season can't capture the lightning again so we're just kind of treading water and we do that until they cancel us but
1: every season there's a problem <laughs> with the two main characters romance yeah. and it picks up and then goes real down and then at the end it picks back up again until
0: next season when it all yeah a so repeat rinse and repeat yeah. so uh, but you know at least that's something. At least they are at least they have recognized that we need somebody in charge of this. I would say, instead of looking for one person to be in charge of this, why not have multiple people, you know? Yes, you have Kevin Feige, who's done an amazing job but with the Marvel stuff, but that's kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime, like, just happened to have the right person in the right place at the right time. Yeah. You can't recreate that just by picking somebody because you want to recreate that. I would think... Put together a small team, more like what they're doing on the Star Wars stuff. You know, they put Jean Favreau, Dave Filoni, who did all the animated stuff, Clone Wars stuff. They've got a couple of different people, and they and they are bringing in other people like mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard, Taika Waititi. Bring other mm-hmm. creatives involved and saying, I'm going to give you a couple episodes of this show. You can kind of put your stamp on it and do that with the DC stuff because you've got people like, James Gunn, who's doing the Peacemaker stuff, um, who's probably not going to be doing much more Marvel after this Guardians of the Galaxy because it's kind of the end of the line for that story and that arc and those characters. You could bring in, like, a James Gunn. You can bring in some of the folks who are involved in some of the animated stuff. We've talked about before on this show about how the animated stuff's really good. How can they not figure out the live action? You know, you can bring in a small brain trust and, you know, have them work together like... Like Disney's doing with the uh, Star Wars stuff, yeah. and that way everybody can kind of take their own piece of it and go run with it and do their thing, and then come back as a group and make sure all the pieces fit together. So that's what I would do, but I'm not getting paid
2: to, uh, to do that. So and that, yeah. we should just throw in our, you know, our bid to, yeah. to take just, over DC. Hey, pop
0: goes the culture. We will handle your DC films going forward. We we will lay out a ten year roadmap. You just, you just let us know. Yeah. You just give us the money. We're here. Oh. Ah, I dropped my coaster.
2: Whew. That was scary. That scared um, me a little bit. <laughs> we're here. For I woke you, you, you up at all. Yeah. See, that Those watching live stream
0: were like, oh, no, his coaster is going to fall. And it did. <laughs> On a related note, as we're talking all this Warner Brothers, CW, DC stuff, Nextstar, the largest owner of local television stations in the U.S. will acquire a 75% stake in... In the CW, this has been negotiations have been going on for six months on this. We've mentioned it before. The best part of this, though, for me is. So they're talking about the CW shows. And we know that the CW market, they market their shows for the 18 to 34 year old demographic. Yeah, You know, that's, that's who they hired to play teenagers. <laughs> that's the group. <laughs> With that the they... exception of Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that brings up a point. Uh, according to when they did the uh, call to announce this, they talked about uh, who actually watches the CW. The average age of the average CW viewer is 58 years old. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. So
0: they have, Star has said, we are going to market the CW towards the people who are watching the CW. So it's going to, we're going to, we're going to focus on those 58 year olds that are watching it. To which I say, if the 58 year olds are wanting to watch a bunch of 20 somethings running around with no clothes on... <laughs> Just keep making stuff for them, you know. are <laughs> just going
2: to lose your audience and then st- well, I mean, what if the young people start watching, you know, the older people on TV? Uh, the older people shows. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that t- get that Tom Selleck on here. That'd be great. <laughs> I'd like to watch that. Yeah. Well,
1: like for me, the only thing that appeals to me is the DC stuff that right. they put out. Everything else, I don't care really about. I don't know what else but the CW
0: actually has. Riverdale. Ah. I would think you would want to watch Riverdale. I, don't know if I have heard Riverdale is like the 20 something. Teenagers, 20-something-year-old version of Twin Peaks. Ah. It's like, it's just surreal and weird shit going on, and the episodes don't even really matter what episode order you're watching them in. It's like the writers for each episode are like, never seen an episode of the show <laughs> they just say here are the characters here's where they're at <laughs> go have fun so they're they've got all kinds of weird demonic possession storylines yeah. and it's just it's a twin i've, I've heard I, it called like the demons, the yeah. 20 the 20 something twin peaks is what they call riverdale uh, yeah, which I like is i think it's on netflix i'm surprised you haven't caught up with that
2: i, I don't know i i didn't really know what Riverde- Riverde- it's uh, the, the yeah. riverdale was. Yeah, it's the archie yeah. characters it's the archie
0: characters but apparently the show is just batshit crazy okay i thought whatever. about
1: it just because it's the next town over from mm-hmm. uh, sabrina's yeah world oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they've done like, a few crossovers heard yeah. she's
0: appeared on the show
1: so i i had thought about it but i'm like it's not enough to make me want to go but that feels like the demographic and i'm not interested in mm-hmm. and kind of like supernatural i think it hits this demographic because and it's over almost no, so everybody yeah. i know has in seen that it, age yeah. range watches it and everybody in my age are like no we don't watch supernatural so i think they hit the mark but dc is what i go there for and
0: well and now they don't have any yeah. more dc <laughs> they're getting rid so, of everything so uh, they are hoping that the CW can turn a profit in the year 2025, which would be the first time the network has actually made money. Um, it's done nothing but lose money since it was created in uh, 2006. Wow. So crazy. maybe the old people, you know, that old people stuff, is just, its okay, so yes, it's 58-year-olds watching the, the CW. Why? Well, because kids don't watch TV. They'll stream it or they're using their parents' logins to stream it, which yeah. would skew the numbers to the parents. And, you know, it's like, yeah, kids don't have sit down and have appointment television. They don't care <laughs> that, you know, that the
2: flash comes on at 7 o'clock on Tuesday nights. They're like, yeah, I'll catch it on the app sometime. Yeah. Do they have enough of, like, it's like I know Marvel does a lot of like toys and whatnot Mm -hmm. and merchandise does the CW DC stuff did that ever they have not
0: merchandised it very much because I think they're thinking that their core audience doesn't Play with toys. Right. But it would be more collectibles. And it would, again, it'd be the older crowd that's watching it that would be buying and collecting those right. things. They have a few here and there, but not to the extent like a
2: Marvel market, like, it a Riverdale Colossi bag or something. <laughs> like, or a, a Riverdale <laughs> Walker.
0: <laughs> the uh, McFarlane Green
1: Arrow from mm-hmm. the show, that thing is like $80 if yeah. you want to go get so it. So kids aren't wanna, buying that. <laughs> yeah. So they, I mean, it wasn't, it was the. 16 19 whatever at the time yeah. it was but it's it's holding its value pretty big and the flash one that i have has gone up in value and i'm sure they probably he'll probably make a supergirl and a hopefully black lightning and stuff like that and so there's there's money to be made off of it just no one like Nobody's you said doing it. yeah
0: nobody yeah nobody really cared to do it so yep uh, on Monday, Walmart revealed that it has officially partnered with Paramount and will start offering Paramount Plus as part of its Walmart Plus subscription package. Walmart Plus, you can do it monthly or you can do it yearly. Um, you get your discounts on gas, free delivery and shipping on groceries and other stuff they sell. Um, but they were just... They, Walmart's dying to be like Amazon Prime. They've just... They they can't stand it. They want to be... They want a piece of that, which is why we have Walmart Plus. They wanted the free shipping thing because that's Amazon Prime, but Amazon Prime has amazon prime video they have a television you know a streaming okay. channel so walmart has partnered with paramount plus so starting in september if you have walmart plus you'll be able to get your paramount plus bundled in with your walmart plus uh, at no additional cost so i hope
2: to see more Beavis and butthead stuff at walmart
0: just i'm saying. guessing they will not capitalize on the merchandising <laughs> just because you don't see uh, the boys stuff on amazon so right right
1: now On the uh, kind of that thinking, at Walmart, I went down to Clearance Isle yesterday, and you've seen those little TVs that they've got like Batman Robin, they've got Friends, they've got different ones, and you push the button and it'll play like a little few Mm -hmm. seconds. They had, on Clearance, they had the South Park one. I was like, okay, I gotta buy it, so... (laughs) It's pretty great.
0: Anything <laughs> they don't want, they just put on clearance and give you a call. <laughs> Kenny, I'll come get it. Don't worry about it.
1: Maybe. But it's going to look good in my <laughs> toy diorama thing. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, the NBA will not play games on November the 8th. Tuesday, November 8th is Election Day in the U.S., Uh, They don't want people sitting at home watching NBA games. They want them to go vote. So all 30 teams will instead be playing games on November the 7th, a day before Election Day. Uh, Here is the quote from the NBA. They said, The scheduling decision came out of the NBA family's focus on promoting nonpartisan civic engagement and encouraging fans to make a plan to vote during the midterm elections. Over the next few months, teams will distribute information on their state's voting processes and voter registration deadlines, and encouraging everyone to communicate this information with their families and friends to ensure that they all have a plan to go vote. Uh, The league hopes that teams will use the platform of games played before Election Day to amplify the work that each team does to promote civic engagement in their respective markets, All 435 House seats and 35 of the 100 Senate seats are on the ballot this November. Additionally, 36 out of the 50 states have governor elections going on. So the NBA is saying, go vote. We can't tell you who to vote for, but uh, we're sure as hell going to make sure that everybody has every opportunity to vote regardless of who you're voting for. Wink, nudge, wink, (laughs) nudge. Yeah. I have a feeling that the players and the owners would probably vote for different people yeah well, you know. <laughs> that's just my guess like i can't imagine that the league owners were like yeah cool this is a great idea <laughs> because the players who are going to be the face of this promotion or this push uh, are probably not voting the same way that the white billionaire owners are voting probably if not. i had to guess
1: but you know we're not saying anything we're just saying that So yeah
0: exactly <laughs> Uh, we now know that the John Wick prequel series, The Continental, will stream on Peacock in 2023. Oh, okay. This will be a three episode limited series. Uh, It's called a three-part special event, is how they're calling it. It's just a three-part episode. Right. Uh, It's set in 1975, and it will feature younger versions of some of the characters from the series, not including John Wick. won't be a part of the show. Uh, But John Wick 4 is is scheduled to release. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. John Wick 4 is scheduled to release in March of next year, so there's no word if the Peacock series will... Play into that somehow. Like they'll release that as kind of a build-up promotion for the fourth movie, or what? But I do like the fourth movie that they're talking about. They're like, it's going to be longer. Well, not a
1: lot longer, but a little longer. <laughs> it's just going to be. Like, we can't tell you anything,
0: oh. but somebody's asking questions, so we got to say something.
1: I'm like, did that need to be put in print? Yeah, I'm just yeah. asking, but I'm, I mean, I'm going to go see it, of course. Right. I watch the Continental thing. It is probably be pretty good too, but yeah, I, I maybe not. I don't know i'll have to wait and see it.
0: world of jumanji a brand new theme park will be added to Chessington world of adventures resort in the united kingdom don't
1: that we're going to make another movie okay no
0: no <laughs> uh this is a joint effort between the theme park and sony pictures entertainment it will open in the spring of 2023 world of jumanji this is the first theme park uh based on the movie's doesn't it feel like it's like a decade <laughs> plus too late?
1: Yeah, I feel...
2: I don't know. Like I, As long as they don't do like a holographic Robin Williams, I'm, it's like do whatever. I don't care. No, I
0: think they're going to be doing more of the rock Kevin Hart right. version of Jumanji yeah. than the Robin Williams stuff, mm-hmm. which it all ties together in the films. But I, th- I feel like if, if you were going to build a theme park off of a movie franchise, I don't know Jumanji's where I would go, especially in the UK, because like there's not a lot of native flora and fauna that would <laughs> that makes you think, "Ooh, we're in a jungle now." Yeah, um, I guess it's better than doing a Jurassic Park world, though <laughs> that would be a little worse.
2: Yeah, or, but, or a, uh, beneath the Planet of the Apes,
0: or even worse would be a Beneath <laughs> the Planet of the Apes theme park. Yes, that would be the worst idea possible, Curtis. You are correct. Yeah. Going back
2: to
1: a reoccurring theme that I was talking
0: <laughs> about before the show. Whew. <laughs> And just in time for Halloween, we got some Halloween-related news because it's getting to be that time of year. Netflix is releasing Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. It's a four-day event. This is new for Netflix. They've not done this before. Starting on October 25th, they're releasing two episodes. 26th, two episodes. 27th, two episodes. 28th, two episodes. So they're doing eight episodes over four days. Um, Again, usually Netflix just blows its wad it's like hey, and there's all your stuff but this is <laughs> all the, over the only thing that i could even compare it to is last summer they did the uh, fear street movies and they did oh, one yeah. a week for like three fridays in a row in 9 july or something um, but this will be the first time that they're doing two episodes a day for four days straight nice. uh, also getting you ready for the halloween times pepperidge farm is teaming up with dunkin donuts on a new flavor of goldfish cracker the limited time Goldfish Dunkin' Pumpkin Spice Grams, which is a mouthful on its own. What? That will be available starting September 1st, wherever Goldfish crackers are sold. I don't even like Goldfish crackers. Would you like a Dunkin' don't Do you like Dunkin' Donuts, Pumpkin Spice, anything? I don't know. I haven't Have been to Dunkin' Donuts in so long, so. Well, somebody likes it because every time I drive by it, <laughs> the parking lot, there's a line wrapped around the building, like two mm-hmm. or three laps around it, and then off into the street and then back up into the Alamo parking lot. So, so it's still
2: going to be like a cheese cracker. Uh, no, it's going to be a pumpkin spice cracker. I'm just, Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll the see. The
1: flavor blasted ones aren't too bad because that's what the kids like, so I would have some. Yeah, because off. it's just
2: cheese dust. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheese <laughs> dust on a flavorless <laughs> fish-shaped yep. cracker. Well, if when they come out, we'll, we'll just get some and we'll, we'll taste you test go. them on we here. You may How's have to that? taste test those. Well, here's another one you might want to taste
0: test. Uh-oh. Nissen, the maker of Cup of Noodles, has announced that its wildest variation is returning to stores this October... (laughs) Quote, the most outlandish pumpkin spice flavor on the market, Cup of Noodles Pumpkin Spice is back to provide you with the ultimate fall treat you'll be craving all season long. Made with a special pumpkin spice seasoning that is the perfect blend of sweet and savory and spice. These saucy noodles are mm. ready with just a splash of water and four minutes in the microwave <laughs> for the full experience. Top this cozy snack with whipped cream. They are telling you to put whipped cream on your pumpkin spice and ramen noodles. Why not?
2: This is America. You've gone <laughs> you've, you've gone that far. Right. Why not? Uh, Just go ahead and pumpkin spice um, it up. I guess we should try that too. I feel like
0: we have to try it with the whipped cream though. Yeah. I mean they're telling us you gotta put the whipped cream they're not providing you the whipped cream
2: because that's probably not shelf stable. Right. But they're telling you Just do it. Uh, A maybe all and daisy on there. We do it on the same day and then we can put our goldfish in the ramen. No, I feel like these need
0: to be separate
2: in order to get the full effect. We need to have multiple
0: pumpkin spice taste tests. We'll we'll do
2: it separately, but then like maybe someone at the end can just throw them in and see what happens.
0: I feel like our Monday episodes need to start being. uh, We need to start having the uh, taste tests on Mondays. I think we need to just come up with every Monday Mm -hmm. or as many Mondays as we can come up with. uh, Taste testing, you know, the fall would be the pumpkin spice stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, I going to
1: say, we're hitting that season where it's, it's be here. Plenty, yeah. Uh, um,
0: yeah. Christmas, you know, there'll be all the holiday, Christmas time stuff. So that should be easy. You know, uh, Valentine's, they always come up with some different stuff. I feel like we can probably milk that. And maybe not in every Monday thing, but I think we can. We may have to we may have to throw in some other stuff we find that's not necessarily holiday flavored. We're but, always
1: putting stuff out there so yeah, should we be should be easy. we should be trying
0: food and drinks. We'll work on that coming up in the fall in, the fall. <laughs> in September. We're actually going to do that this week, believe it or not. Kenny, who is known for bringing the s'mores, <laughs> is going to bring the s'mores on the Monday episode. Yeah, so. we'll see what that's like. Uh, let's see in other news curtis found this story for us I'd like oh. to give a shout out to curtis for our in other news segment you're welcome so on Monday, we were talking about National Relaxation Day, and somehow that turned into talk about the people in the gym who cannot just get dressed. They have to be yeah. standing with one leg up on the bench and the other leg stretching out like they're, you know, with, with all the bits and pieces uh, dangling right in people's faces. For no Well, here we have a world-class runner who couldn't even wait to get into the (laughs) locker room. During the 400-meter event at last week's World Athletics U-20 Championship in Cali, Colombia, an Italian runner named Alberto Nino. El Nino. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I'd go. Ooh, it's El Nino. (laughs) He suffered from uh, repeated wardrobe malfunctions. Practically from the moment he got out of the starting blocks, he struggled to... he struggled to keep his mini Nino safely <laughs> stowed away. It resulted in him coming in last in the event. Uh, Nino, I guess it's not Nino, it's like Nanino. I don't know how to pronounce Alberto it. Narnino. We're going to call him Nino. El Nino. Yeah. El Nino started off with a respectable lead against his fellow competitors. Did you see the video? But was quickly <laughs> and repeatedly stymied by whatever was going on in his shorts, eventually <laughs> resulting to just having to hold it in his hand as he tried to run the race. It was great. As Spanish sports journalist David Sanchez de Castro described it while uh, sharing the footage of the mishap, quote, his penis escaped out the side of his shorts, and he had to hold it because it wasn't allowing him to run properly, which is normal when your dongle is swinging from <laughs> side to side. The old dongle issues, yes. While it may have lost him the race, it has won him the attention of the
2: internet, so there's that. Yeah, that's Eww. funny. You just hate it when you're running and your penis just interrupts. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know it. I don't <laughs> run. That's why
0: I don't run. Right there, I don't need to be an exhibitionist. I don't need to be running past the school and get my call. And now I'm some
1: of us wear shorts that go closer to the knees, and we don't have that problem because we don't run. Well, know that, that wouldn't matter.
2: I'd still have that issue, but I just, I just don't run. <laughs> some I just of avoid us, the run. Of us, uh, Alberto is going to be forever known as the Italian dongle. <laughs> Alberto needed to buy a third shoe. <laughs> Strap
0: it up to Teo. Tie it up and just get to running. It might have given him an unfair advantage had he tried that. I don't know. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on social media, on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there, or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on an upcoming episode that is open 24 hours a day seven days a week it's a recorded line so just call leave a message we'd like to hear from you we'd actually we'd love to hear from you the well, links to all that and more over at pop we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're taking a look at this date in pop culture what's coming up this weekend and more so don't go anywhere we're going to be right back right after this we will return after these messages Ben and Ava had the perfect life. Do You want me to drive?
2: No, I'll be all right. I'm not due for another month.
0: Until they had a tragic accident. Now they're on a road trip to reconnect. It's been five months. They stop at a bed and breakfast owned by Martha and Dennis Newman.
1: Oh, well, hello there. Dennis,
0: we've got guests.
1: Martha, where's supper?
0: Who have no intentions
1: of letting them leave.
0: Did you hear that? Yes, yeah, sounds like someone fell. Gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> what are you oh,
1: with us? Why are you
2: doing this? This is about something much bigger. It's
1: about family.
2: <laughs> you have to run! They're catching up!
0: <laughs> Stay the night. Eleven episodes that will keep you on the edge of your seat.
1: And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast.
0: Wherever you are this summer could be a very cool place with Miller's 10 grand a day giveaway. Got a lot to unload. That's ten thousand dollars a day, every day. Look for numbers inside
2: specially marked cases of Miller Beer. Match and win daily in USA Today and Sports Illustrated. A lot of cash, a lot of winners. Can your beer do
0: this? All right. On this date in entertainment and pop culture, August the nineteenth, nineteen oh nine. Remember it well. The first automobile race was held at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I, yep. That's Kenny's favorite place to be. It is. It's your happy place, Indianapolis. It is. I've been there. (laughs) I know you have. (laughs) You have spoken of it a lot. Yep. On August the 19th, 1934, this is a little bit different scale, the first All-American Soapbox Derby was held in Dayton, Ohio. So you would go from the first race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the first Soapbox Derby in Dayton, Ohio. Nice. On August the 19th, 1967, the Beatles single, All You Need Is Love, went to number one on the charts here in the United States. Seems like there's a
1: Beatles news for every day.
0: Well, you know, sometimes we got to just pad this a little bit. There's no. always Beatles stuff. No, not, not just me. Yeah. Not every group could say oh, yeah. that. No, no. You know? On August the 19th, 1979, my, my, my Sharona by the Knacks hits number one on the charts. Stayed there at the top of the charts for six weeks. I like that For song. six weeks, people couldn't get enough of My Sharona. <clears throat> oh, I sing My Babona. <laughs> <After> six <laughs> minutes, I'm done with My Sharona. <laughs> And on August the 19th, 2008, The Fame, the debut album by Lady Gaga, was released. It went on to win Grammys for Best Electronic Dance Album and Album of the Year that year in 2008. Nice. I never heard it. Never heard of Lady Gaga? Mm-mm, who is that? <laughs> uh, it is a singer-performer. She's, oh. a, she's an actor, too. Actress oh. as well.
2: Okay,
1: I used to go on YouTube mm-hmm. and uh, just watch... Uh, there's a couple places you could go and find up and coming artists in that. Yep. And I remember watching her under her real Jody, name that she other, was. Yeah. yeah. And just her in a usually longer, pretty dresses and, mm-hmm. you know, look like she's. Kind of a country dress <laughs> that you'd
0: wear. Not a charcuterie board attached yeah. to her <laughs> strategically like placed. No, no,
1: it was, it was... And then, you know, she would be playing on the piano mm-hmm. singing. I was always like, wow, she has an amazing voice, mm-hmm. and her stuff was really good, but I was like she's so plain it sad. she'll never make it you
0: know and then I find <laughs> and out then she just wraps herself in meat goes yeah, and plays and those exact day,
2: same well, songs she grew some, <laughs> put some meat on and then suddenly we're like ah well, that's right. what I staple
0: was like, a pretzel what like. to her face and could <laughs> go out and sing <laughs> I was I'd like
1: she looks familiar so I looked and found her real name I was like oh that's the gal I used to watch on the thing I was like well I guess I was wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't pick them all can yeah. we <laughs> Coming up this weekend in entertainment and pop culture on Friday, today, August the 19th, Emerald City Comic Con up in Seattle is taking place and Colorado Springs Comic Con. Both of those going on this weekend. Both run through Sunday. Emerald
1: City seems like a fun one to go to.
0: Yeah. Seattle seems like a, if you had the money, seems like it'd be a really fun place to spend a little time. Yeah.
1: Go see some things. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You could see some things. That is true. Uh, I knew in theaters this weekend, Beast, starring Idris Elba and uh, a lion. The li- I think it's the lion from the Lion King, the uh, the the quote unquote live action one. Yeah, it's good to know he's still getting work. I think he, he was also
2: in the the, the the that other fantasy series chronicles of Narnia. i think that's, nah, that was a different line that was a different line. that was his dad oh okay. yeah oh. they go yeah
0: uh, it's easy to get them confused one's junior one's a senior but uh right. all
1: right yeah, you gotta look for that yeah, well, it's, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm just glad they're getting work because you know that's what we talk about even the worst movies still employ people <laughs> exactly. people get benefits they get a paycheck so exactly. it's good to know that the uh, cg lion is still getting plenty of work in hollywood like yeah, people right. get paid on movies yeah. they well some of them do <laughs> not everybody yeah <laughs> And Dragon Ball Super, superhero for the anime fans, new in theaters this weekend. For the uh, video game players, Madden 23 releases today. So check that out if you're looking for the next Madden game.
1: They're talking like that's going to be pretty good.
0: Well, they say that every year. Uh, <laughs> Those Madden games is just a, an annual just tradition. Uh, this Saturday, August the 20th, is National Radio Day. Does anybody
2: still listen to the radio? Like, Sometimes. Like uh, the actual broadcast over-the-air stations? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah if my uh, Bluetooth won't sync up in my car, I'll, <laughs> there you I'll go. listen to the radio.
1: <laughs> right on. I will listen to the Bob and Tom show, mm-hmm. and then I'll catch the last little bit of uh, our friend Chris Luzader, her mm-hmm. show. I'll listen to the last little bit of that, and... From there, it's some flipping around until nothing is good on the nine or ten pre-channels I have, and then I go and I put on they Bluetooth. Put the phone and, on, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah Bob and Tom feels like it's just not as good as... He, but back when they had Bob, now oh, yeah. it's just Tom and like whatever kids of his he can drag in and it. whoever else he can find off the street to come in and be on the Honestly, radio
1: Honestly, when Tom uh, went... Well, so uh, i get a mixed up Bob, bob's, bob's that, retired he's yeah a, he's been out for yeah. a few years now so it's tom and uh when he was gone for several weeks mm-hmm. getting a surgery done mm-hmm. like i think that was the best that show yeah. ever was yeah and because they had um chick was running it basically yep. and uh everybody seemed looser yep. and josh was funny because <laughs> like, he's not when it, his dad's there <laughs> yeah and, well uh, josh is the bigger guy but uh his son no, that's yeah i'm sorry uh, yeah. uh willie yeah that's him like <laughs> willie was like a little more loose too i was like that i mean no offense guys but if it was like one or two shows right like, eh, you just had good shows yeah but it was several weeks it was like Maybe I see a problem here, and yeah. maybe it's time for the old guard to
0: to step away, and yeah, so well, that's all I have to say on Bob job. yeah. uh Saturday is also world Honeybee day. so mm. get out nice. and get your honeybees taken care of. We'll do. This Sunday, August the 21st, I don't know if you heard about this, like apparently there's a, a spinoff of the Game of Thrones TV show oh. over on HBO, HBO Max. I maybe Max. saw a little Yeah, book. House of the Dragon premieres this Sunday on HBO and HBO Max. It so,
2: sounds like a 90s Nicolas Cage movie. House of the Dragon. With David Caruso. <laughs> it feels like, yeah, it feels like it would have had, um, oh, what's his name, Brandon
0: Lee... And Nick Cage and David Caruso yeah. and Dolph Lundgren, and that one Asian guy who was in every low budget. Uh, he was in the oh. Mortal Kombat movie oh, yeah, as the Emperor. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, I forget his name off the top of my head. I was just, I had it and I lost it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that sounds like that kind of a direct-to-video <laughs>
2: movie. And, uh, the the female from um, uh, Wayne, Wayne's be, World, yeah, Tia Carrera. That's what yeah, I was saying. Sh- it had Tia Carrera in it. Yeah, wow. It's funny that we all knew exactly yeah. who was in
0: this movie. <laughs> was was this a movie? Are we having like this? Yeah, one of those uh, whatever is Mandela effects. There's Maybe we all saw them. this movie and didn't realize <laughs> does it. To say people are going to be like, No
1: man, I saw. I saw <laughs> that. Yeah, you
0: you remember it, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, we apologize for planting that seed in people's heads. <laughs> or do we? Or do we? <laughs> and be sure to join us next Monday for a brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast And your favorite podcast player. We will help you get your week started off right by taking a look at what's coming up in the next week in entertainment and pop culture. Help you get over those month case of the Mondays. Is what we'll do? That's what we do. That's what we're here for. That is. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Thanks, guys, for being here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for everybody watching. Uh, again, we're going to go back and check the uh, live stream, see how that went. Curtis says that uh, during the break he thought maybe there were some issues yeah. with the technical stuff. So. The
2: Facebook one, I think, went down, but YouTube's still going. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll work out. the Again, that's why we're testing. Work out the kinks.
0: Uh, thanks, to everybody. To work listening. out your kinks. That's right. Get those kinks worked out. <laughs> 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 we do not kink shame on this <laughs> no, show. No, we do not. You work those kinks out <laughs> in the privacy of your own home. Or truck stop or whatever it takes you uh, <laughs> whatever your king takes a gym, gym. locker the gym. room <laughs> the locker <laughs> on the track running the 400 apparently with your dongle flying <laughs> back and forth yeah again my name is joey mills with the pop goes the culture podcast network thanks to kenny thanks for being here thanks everybody listening catch us on monday programming note we're just doing a monday episode next week and monday friday we're going to not have a wednesday episode because it's uh, it's back to school season and some of us got kids to get to and from work and band and (laughs) jobs and 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 school and and yeah so so uh we're a little lighter next week we're doing monday friday next week so monday you can catch us and friday we'll have a brand new episode getting you caught up on all the news from the week that was so until then be safe Be healthy. Be happy. We'll talk to
2: you later. See ya. Later. Stay frosty.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the
0: weekend. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.